Oh yeah, what's going on? This Super Dave back at it again with the PA Political Revolution podcast, and we're back here for another, for another good one, right? Another good podcast, and we have a long-term correspondent. That's a special guest today, Mr. Harold Doucette, and it seems the reason why I've asked you to come here. Mr. said because it seems like a little bit of deja vu, right? I remember me, you, and Robert Troy was going over this 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 issue about council eating food, eating meals, or whatnot. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself and kind of go ahead and roll off into the the subject at hand, brother? Oh yes, that's Harold Doucet, Councilman District Four, and. Uh, the subject at hand that you wanted to talk about was uh, the council eating meals that are paid by the taxpaying citizens, you know. And uh, that discussion first came to council probably about uh, six weeks ago when I addressed council in a form of discussion when just informed the council that we had a credit card uh, policy that prohibited uh, anybody that has a city credit card to purchase any food for personal consumption. That means you buy the food and you eat the food. So that was on the credit card. And I told them that, you know, whoever buying the food for cancel and using the credit card is violating the policy, which in fact it is. You know, there are instances when you can purchase food, that's for certain events. Uh, like, for instance, if we have no reception for outgoing council members or incoming council members or somebody retiring, uh, like a manager or something, or if we interviewing city managers and we want to uh, meet with them during lunch and then talk with them, you know, those type things are already in place that you can do. But when you're talking about buying food, and council members just gonna eat them, then no, you know, the policy is clear, you know, you can't use it for personal consumption. But it, but isn't the reason but 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 isn't this the reason? Didn't we have this problem a while back is why you have a credit card policy or not? Right. You know, that was brought up when I first got on council and after uh it got to the point of discussion and stuff, then you know that 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 uh buying food Stopped, you know, for that reason, because of the credit card, you know, and uh, also if you look at uh, what the general accounting office says about government employee, they are very clear when they're talking about if a government employee receives a salary, then they shouldn't be purchasing meals with taxpayers' dollars. And, and, and that's from what organization again? That's the uh, government accounting office. That's the one that uh, sets the guidelines for all government, all level, you know, just to include municipal and all. That's why you have uh, representatives, senators, and different government people. They have credit cards, but they can't use the credit card to purchase food for themselves because they receive a salary. You know, the only time you are allowed to receive money 
for food for your personal use is if you are in a travel. You know, you're traveling. When you go traveling, then you get what they call per diem. You are allowed to have a meal. And the GAO set the cost of the meal, how much you're going to be allowed for each meal. And that cost is based on where you are and where you are in the United States. You know, high income areas, you know, they allow more per meal. So all of this is set, you know, and, and, and that's what we follow. Right. You know, and in this in this particular case, you know, uh, we're finding that you're trying to find ways so that you can pay for the meals, which if you're reading, you know, you should because right now we have two ways of paying for everything in the city. That's by check or credit card. Right. Credit card policy that says you can't buy, buy food for personal consumption. That policy was probably drawn based on the GAO policy. Right. You know, and that's probably why it's at the state level, the county level. This is you just don't use a credit card to buy meals. Right, right. And 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 you have some people out well, first thing it is, who is the person that's pushing this on council, right? Was somebody pushing it, a group of people pushing it or how is well? How did well, it get on the well, on the um um the agenda? Right, I heard it. It's supposed to be on the agenda tomorrow, right? Right. You right. know, uh, what has happened is is uh, when I presented to council that uh, you know you can't purchase food with credit card, and the city attorney also agreed. Okay, so when he when 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 he says, uh, I read where he said that uh, you know. He checked and it wasn't illegal. No, it's illegal if you're using a credit card. Oh, you're talking about who he checked? Uh, down, uh, Councilman Frank. Okay. Okay. He had checked Councilman with who? The city Frank attorney? I don't know who he checked with because it was made very clear the first time that you can't use those credit cards. And that's the way they, they continue to, to uh, buy the meals. Right. You using a credit card. So if you can't use it for the credit for with a credit card how is it legal <laughs> you know it's kind of like very simple and that's why i didn't understand why we are still discussing this well i find out because if you read the proposed ordinance he's really asking council to approve uh, paying for the meals, not only for meetings, but if the council have a workshop, the council has a training session. So he's including things that are not included right now in guidelines and policies. Guidelines and policy allows you to do uh, certain events, such as receptions, or in a case like he mentioned, interviewing people, or like a retreat council does a retreat the policy allows you to do that now but you're not doing it just for council members also in his proposed ordinance now he's in including staff well you've been ordering these meals and staff have not been included so now you want to include the staff and you want to include these events that you already 
are allowed to do to include the meetings, the uh, workshops, training sessions. Those are not allowed. They are mm -hmm. not allowed. So, but instead of just ask for those three, he's including events that are already approved and, that you can do. And something right as a citizen, right? A lot of citizens like myself and other people have a hard time understanding, right? If it's illegal, how do they how are they doing it right now? Because it seems like it's illegal. They're doing it right now. When you bust them out, they want to ask for forgiveness and change the law, the rule, the policy, or the ordinance after the fact. How are they able to do that? And it's a specific policy that they're violating right now. Well, you know, that's the that's the thing that caught me uh, by surprise when I got back on council was the fact that, you know, you are in meals because none of it makes the common sense test. One, we set the time of our meetings. The time used to be starting at 8.30 for the morning meeting. So normally by noon, we were through with the meeting. Now, if we had a long agenda, what we would do, we would break for lunch and allow the staff to go to lunch also. Then we'll come back and then we will continue the meeting. But that was the closed session. Citizens didn't have to stay then, you see. So that's how we done it. Well, you're moving the meetings up to 9.30. Well, normally now you're going to go till 1, 1 Well, after that, you got to now go to the eating meeting. Well, if you're hungry, why don't you just take an hour break, let the staff go eat, you go eat, then we come back and we take care of business. But trying to say that the meeting lasts six or seven hours and you need to eat, no. They're six or seven hours because you got it set up for them to last six and seven straight hours. And 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 then, and I just want to stop right there because that's a lie because the, the five o'clock meetings, I never seen one of those five o'clock meetings last for about six or seven hours. That brings it to eleven or twelve at night and and I Seriously, don't. Well, well, here's the thing about the five o'clock meetings, the five thirty meeting, rather. That's another reason that he's saying you work. I don't see how you can even buy meals for evening meetings because we go to a closed meeting at four o'clock. So you get there at four o'clock and you got meals there. That means you left home. You refuse to eat at home. You want to go there so the citizens pay for you a meal. Right. They could have got something to eat before coming to council, right? Yes. And then you come at four now, all right? So now you stand and take care of the business because the actual meeting starts at 530, you see? So we, we have a problem here when council members are, justify, are trying to justify buying meals with taxpayers' money because you say you have meetings lasting six or seven. They only last because of the way you choose to conduct the meetings. And in the evenings, you should not have meals brought in at four o'clock. You're just getting there. Right, right. So how do, how do you justify that? So, you know, Councilman Frank is saying things to, to justify the meals, but what he's saying 
is not meeting the common sense test because you're not being transparent about how this actually works. And he lied. You know, yes. you're not being transparent to say that you're saying 10 to $13. The meals you ordering, you know, cost more than that. So why don't you use a figure you know? They order a meal so he knows, you know, uh, what it costs. You order a meal from cheddar and sawgrass, and you're telling me you're paying 10 to $13? Well, there must be a hobo meal, two picking water. That's about all you're going to get out of sawgrass or cheddars. So, so they eating but, that salt grass instead. Is they eating at a steakhouse, right? <laughs> the the, uh, the meals, the meals I saw since I've been on council. Okay, right. Since I've been on council, has been, uh, I would say, the super majority of the meals have come from cheddar and sawgrass. Okay, and yeah, since I, I I've just, been, hey, and I just went to salt grass. I mean, not salt grass. Went to cheddars. Um, like about a week ago, a week or two ago, right? Got something to go. They they went up. Look, they went up on their prices. I think when I get normally like the salmon or whatnot, that's at least like fifteen dollars. So I want to say all of them averaging around fifteen dollars. I mean, they well, went up. They you know, used to be a little bit cheaper, yeah, but they went up. And then they get something else in a got like a tall mars a mall or something. I know that cost. So you know, you're <laughs> not telling citizens how much you are paying for these meals. You're saying, you know, they're just a boss lunch and they tend. No, they're not. Yeah, nothing $10. You know, so they don't want to justify it, let's say what you're getting, okay? You know, if you won't justify the meetings alone, well, first of all, you need to tell citizens, yeah. we got meals when we get there at 4 o'clock. We coming from home. Now, do y'all want to pay for this meal? You right. see, uh, the other thing you're talking about, how did you start purchasing meal? Where is it? There's no way in the budget that we allocate money to buy council members meals right. for council meetings. And if it is budgeted, where is it budgeted? And who said it was for that purpose? Right. So basically, you're not transparent. You know, that's my biggest problem. It's not that I, I say because I don't believe it's right that you don't do it, but I'm quite sure the cities that are following policies and procedures, they're not they're not eating meals. No, paid for by citizens. No, and especially how the things going on with the water issue, the water peeling, the water problems, and a lot of other things. Well, yeah, they they're not eating like that. I doubt it. Well, the thing about it is you have to understand why people elect you, you know. And I always say this. You don't find cities the size of Port Arthur that's, that uh, council people are paid salary and car allowance like here. You know, I mean, it's just $1,500 plus dollars a, year, a month. Is it, it, Hey, that's more than most people get for Social Security. Okay. Right. So, uh, so in reality, you know, you have to understand why am I elected? What did I ask people to to elect me for? So I could get in here and serve and move the city forward, or 
do I want to make sure that I get meals? Right. You know, and you got to justify it. And I've listened to uh, what council member Frank has said. And like I said, I, I have no problem with what he said. It's just that you're not painting the true picture. You're right, not telling us right. that when these meals are there and we in the closed session, you're not telling citizens that you're not eating them then. You're not telling citizens that you're taking them home. Right. So tell me you're this. Not, is, 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 right. is, it, is everybody getting a meal? Like, is everybody getting a meal? Like, oh, what, seven council members getting them? I know that uh, Councilman uh, Beckham, myself, and Lewis, I know, and, and Ken Law, I haven't seen, none of us have eaten any meals down there. You know, uh, none of us eaten meals down there. Okay. So uh, when I first got back on council, the, the uh, city, the council and mayor secretary called me and asked me, uh, we're getting meals from Cheddar. What do I want to order? And I told her then, no. I'm not ordering any meal. So I know I don't, Beckham don't, Louis don't, and I, I don't I don't think Ken Law is because I haven't seen neither of these four council members to include myself. We never ate anything or taken anything. Ken Law had brought uh tunas and crackers and something to snack on. Uh Beckham had brought something to snack on, you know. Listen, myself, we we just got it out, I guess, or I eat before meetings, okay? But, right. Do, you know, uh, is uh, it is it like just uh, what three meals board, or is it seven meals board? And if there is seven, what happens to the other meals? I I I've never counted the meals, but I do know that once council meeting is over with, uh, some people take the meals. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Now, okay. Who, who takes the meal? I don't know who takes the meal because. I don't go down there when I when council meeting is over. I leave uh, by elevator and I go out the building. Right, right. But I do that. The, the meals are taken, okay. But I don't know why the meals are bought if you got four council members that's not eating them. Right, absolutely. It don't make, don't doesn't make any so, sense. Yeah, and and you know my big issue, and that's something that I'm going to bring up bring out tomorrow is council members may not understand all that ordinance because uh, they choose not to really learn them over a period of time, okay? But that's, that's, that's their choice. But we have staff who's supposed to know these ordinances and codes and how they apply. Everybody with a credit card should have been told what they can and can't purchase on the credit card. Right, and that's everybody. It doesn't. It doesn't exclude anyone. So every credit card holder in the city of Port Arthur has been told you cannot purchase food for yourself with this credit card. Okay. With that being said, it looks like they should have somebody that can interpret their law if it's a policy against it. As in black and white, what does the city attorney have to say about this? Well. The, when I brought this up the first time and I brought up the credit card, she's told, yes, 
the credit card policy states that you cannot purchase food for personal consumption. You see, so here we have council member wanting to get something done. So I think that is why this pro this proposed ordinance has been brought to council to get council to approve an ordinance that will allow them to do it. And you know, like uh, Councilman Frank keeps saying, he was told uh, it wasn't nothing illegal. Well, if it wasn't it illegal, why are you proposing this ordinance? Right. Yeah. And and that's what citizens don't understand, <laughs> like myself. Right. How can well, they? See, that's like, um, if it's right, if it's illegal, why, who who told you it's not illegal? You have a policy against well, it. Who told you that? And if the city attorney well, said they took, she told them, it doesn't make any sense. They just willfully doing what they want to do. No, they're trying to use votes to do what they want to do. And this particular case is obvious. And that's, the, that's I normally don't tell citizens come to me and voice opinion, but I want citizens to understand you know, for some reason this is passed. I want them to know who voted for it. And I want them to understand all of the dynamics so that you don't say council did this. You need to start blaming the people who do it. Right. And, and if council member Frank says to citizens that what we're doing is not illegal, then the citizens ought to ask themselves, well, why are you proposing this ordinance? If what you're doing is okay. That's a great question. Think about it. Oh, yes, absolutely. It's simple. If simple. it's legal, why are you doing this proposed ordinance? Right, and that's what I'm trying to figure out is if the city attorney says it, if she agrees that you can't do it, it's written as a policy that you can't do it, but you have council members like Frank, maybe some others just don't give a crap and do what they want to do, right? This and is see, the that, problem. And that's the purpose of bringing a proposed ordinance. It, all it is is, okay, then we don't have nothing in writing say we could do it, so we're going to do this. But at the same time, you're telling people that we've been told and we what we're doing is not illegal. What if what you're doing is not illegal? Why are you changing? I mean, what's the change? What's the purpose of the change? Okay. Because the credit card policy clearly states you can't do it. And the thing that I have more concern about here is you have a you have council members who are wanting to do this, but at the end of the day, if someone was to come in here and investigate and say, this is illegal, you need to reimburse the taxpayers. If you're reading the policy and everything, then the only person that's going to be held accountable is the person whose credit card they used. You can't make right. them pay it. They didn't charge it. So what you have, you have council members having staff to do something that at the end of the day, the only people that's going to suffer from it is staff. 
and that's the, that's my problem with what uh, Councilman Frank is proposing. You know, you you want to do something that you're not being held accountable for, and not only that, but you're asking other members of council to support you with this, and you saying it's not illegal. And I don't understand what's so bad about you bringing something to eat if you want to eat. Hey, absolutely. You know, what's so bad about if you're so hungry, taking a break? What's so bad about you coming at 4 o'clock and you're you, you leaving home, but you're going to come in and you want a meal? <laughs> yeah. You, nothing you are saying is making any sense. So you're not being transparent. And see, I have a problem when we are not transparent. Is, you know? is there any punishment for doing this? Because that's what the citizens are going to ask for. Okay, we understand it's illegal. How are they going to get punished? Who is going to punish them? Because this well, has to stop. And how does the citizens stop and do it? Is there a way that we can report this? I've said this many times before. This is not a municipal government. This is in all levels of government. If you ever going to charge anybody for violating uh, a law, a code, ordinance, there's one thing that weighs heavily on whether the person is guilty or innocent. And that is did they do this knowingly? If you read all of the laws, it always says a person who knowingly violates. That's why when I decided to bring this topic to the council, I did it in a form of a discussion. Right. So that they, they can understand we have a policy in place that you can't purchase these meals using these credit cards. So the reason I've done that is to let council know there's a policy that says we can't do that. So now you can't say, I don't know anymore. Right, so right. now if you, if you do it right, then you're committing a misdemeanor. Okay. You see, so you have to prove beyond a doubt that the person knowingly did it. So that is why rather than trying to say, somebody is guilty of something, I've always taken approaches. Okay, if you don't know, here's where it's written, and this is what it states. Now, once you've been told that, then you have two things you should do. One, go read it for yourself to ensure that what someone said is, in fact, the truth. And the next thing you must do, you must abide by what it says. So, when I brought it up at that council meeting, that's what everyone should have done. If they had done it, they'd have found out, hey, we can't buy food with a credit card. And it would have ceased. But if you continue, then you're telling me, I want to do what we want to do. Then when you go to the point and you realize you can't do it that way, well, we'll do an ordinance that will allow us to buy the meals. Okay, then you you're doing something now that's going that you're going to benefit from. 
So now you're getting an additional benefit that is not written nowhere for you to get. Or you get an additional perk that is nothing written that you get this perk. So the way you want to do it is we're going to make it legal. We're going to pass an ordinance. And that's what this ordinance, this proposed ordinance is about. And that's why I want to make sure citizens understand and know that if the ordinance is approved, then it's now legal and it's good. But then I think it'll have a problem now if someone took it at a level where they sued the city. I don't think this, the city ain't going to probably win in that one because, you know, it goes back to what the GAO says. And the GAO says you can't use taxpayers' money if you're a government employee receiving a salary. Right, right. So so I remember you said when the, uh, the city secretary asked you what you want to eat, right? City secretary has been there for a long time, right? No, she should... no, 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 no. That was the mayor council secretary. Oh, okay, okay, mayor council. Yeah, okay. and, right. You know, and she does what is basically instructed by mayor council. You know, okay. but see, my my problem is, you know, when I said it was a city card, I mean a credit card policy. Then council member who didn't know if they didn't trust what I say, or I had questions about what I say. They should have went read the policy. Right, right. But whoever has the credit card should know that, right? Whoever whoever has oh, the credit card knows not, the rules not. of it. I mean, you can't say that's that you what, have a credit card, you don't person, know nothing. That's the person that I hold responsible for this getting to where it is today. Because whoever credit card that they were using, that person should have known I can't buy meals for personal consumption. So therefore, you can't buy meals for council members to eat, okay? Yeah, and that'll probably come out there. So, so, oh, let me tell you. The city secretary well, office, what, most likely. You know, I feel in order to move the city in the right direction, we have to work together. So what we have to do is we have to make sure we do things right. And when things are not being done right, we need to fix it. You know, uh, I don't believe that... The, the main issue is who or what is what is the problem fix the problem and if we fix the problem then we don't have to worry about the problem in the future right yeah I, so, yeah, I agree with you on so, that but one thing there's a who behind the, behind the problem yeah. it's a who a person but, but see here's the deal a lot of people will say that too I've heard someone tell me well yeah person done wrong what you gonna do that well if I decide to have somebody come in, investigate, and then charge them, and then the person say, well, I didn't know. Well, more than likely, they're going to say, well, i tell you what. You're not guilty because you didn't know. So that's the thing that people have to understand. So what you do is you start putting all your emphasis on if you didn't know, you know now. But isn't there a so, saying that ignorance is no excuse it. of the law? That that's like that'll be like me saying, "Hey, if I went and robbed the bank, well, hey, I didn't know you couldn't rob a bank. I didn't know you couldn't have a no, gun in no, there." No, 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 because if you go read what needs to be proven in order to find a person guilty, right? Yeah, yeah, I know what you, you're saying. The, you the won't norms. find that in the bank, okay? Yeah. But if you read what is written in government. 
you will find out that that word always is in there. Yeah, you right. You right. Knowing yeah. a person who knowingly. Yeah. So given that, then you always want to say, okay, we're gonna make sure you know. And you fix the problem. If you fix the problem, you're moving forward. You know. Right. So if and not on that, but you don't have to worry about uh, uh, court calls or, or or somebody saying, "Well, they didn't know. We're gonna just do this, do that." No, you're wasting time. Okay. What you want to do, you want to fix the problem so that it does not reoccur. Right. Because if it reoccur, now you don't have to worry about them not knowing. No, you knew. You were told. Right, but but there's the thing. Yes, I understand. But 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 let me give you some pushback on that, just for you know conversation purposes. If you have sure. a credit card with municipal funds, I don't see how you not know. I, I can't think of a case where somebody's been charged for misappropriation of funds or something or something similar, paying for Let something on a credit card and they have a policy where somebody okay. said, "Hey, I didn't know when I got off." I don't hear. Speak on that, brother. It, well, the thing is, you know, when people are accustomed to not following what's written, just doing what they want, then that's where we get these instances. That's where we are. Someone says, hey, we want meals because we have these long meetings. Someone says, well, okay. You know, all right, I'll get council meals because they're not understanding that council does not do as it should. You will hear Many times staff will come up to council and when they are questioned and it comes to the point where they are now hearing that I'm not buying what you're saying. Then the first thing the staff member says is, well, I'm just saying, but council can do as it choose. Right. That phrase that been used by the city attorney. Yeah, yeah I've heard you're right. Wait a minute. It's been used by the city manager. Mm-hmm. It, it's been said by council members. We do whatever we want. Yeah. If we got four votes. Yeah. So what I'm telling you is when people are on council and what citizens need to understand, if they believe that, then their actions are like that. Yeah. So you right. have to have somebody who knows better and is willing to stand up and hold all of us accountable. And that means you're not there to go along and get along. You're there to do what's right. And sometimes you have to do that. Like in this particular case, you know, I'm, I want to make sure that citizens understand that Councilman Frank is proposing to do an ordinance to allow council members to buy food for workshops, training sessions, uh, uh, council meetings. And as long as citizens understand it and citizens are okay with it, then councilman do said is okay with it. But as it stands right now, there's something in black and white said you can't do it. You see, and what citizens need to understand is if it's something that's not written that says you can't do it. And as Councilman Frank referred to, is not 
illegal. Well, if it's not illegal, why are you proposing this ordinance? Mm -hmm. Just keep doing it. What are you fearing? Right. What are you fearing? If what you're doing is legal and there's nothing says is illegal, then why do you need to write anything? That's what citizens have to realize. No, there's got to be more to it than what I'm hearing. Well, you're doing that because you want to now do something that will make it legal. Right. You want to do something that is to make it legal. And your justification for doing this is not making sense. Right, ultimately. You, talk, you, you know, you're talking about getting a meal at 4 o'clock in the evening when you're leaving home to get there at 4 o'clock. Right. <laughs> so, so is that justification to have taxpayers buy that meal? Heck no. If you're not eating a meal then, you're taking it home. What was the purpose of having taxpayers buy a meal that you're taking home? Now, it's clear if the person is not receiving a salary, then that could be allowed. Mm -hmm. The key to it all is the salary. That's the key. And I'm quite sure everybody in government <laughs> realizes there's no job that pays you a salary and buy your meals. Right. Yeah. So the government don't do it. And the government don't do it because it's not a private enterprise. They government don't have money. That's taxpayers' money. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. That's why they put a lot of emphasis on government employees receiving a salary. Yes, sir. And, and I've heard somewhere somebody, I think it could have been on social media where Frank may have said something about, I don't think the citizens would mind if they, um, if council bought yeah. some meal or something like that. Would you, you heard anything like that? If you go back to the discussion that I put on the council, when I brought out the fact that you cannot purchase the meal with a credit card because okay. of the credit card policy, when he spoke, is when he said he don't he don't believe the citizen will mind them receiving a box lunch at some time, but it amounts to ten to thirteen dollars, and and that's what he said at that meeting. If you go back to that meeting, probably about six weeks ago, you right. can, I mean that's what he said, and he and and he's also using that today, but he's not saying he don't think they mind because he's reading all these comments. He's saying that that's what the meals are and, you know, that's what they do. And there's nothing illegal. Right. No, it's illegal about you eating a meal. But if you're using a city credit card to purchase those meals, then that's illegal. Right. You see, and I'm going to tell you, any citizen could pull up the, the, the ordinance in there uh, or, or, or go uh, ask for the uh, policy and they're going to see it. It's, it's plain as day. You know, it says you cannot use, use credit card to purchase 
meals. What is it like, credit card policy? Yes. Okay. Yes, the credit card policy is a brochure. And you see, here's the other thing about it, too. When I'm telling people about process, see, that's council member has to understand. If you're going to hold people accountable, mm-hmm. you have to learn these things. You're not going to learn them in a day, but you have to read. You have to be able to read and be able to prepare yourself to comment on these things because people will tell you what they want to tell you. If you don't right. know no better, you're going to have to accept it. But if you look at the credit card policy, right? Yeah. This will look even more out of line because the credit card policy says an individual cannot use a credit card to purchase meal for personal consumption. Now, that's you with that credit card you got. Well, if you can't buy yourself a meal, that you definitely can't buy nobody else a meal with the credit card you got. Right. Not only that, but if you give the credit card to somebody to go and get meals and pay for it with the credit card, the policy says a person who issued a credit card cannot allow anybody else to charge on that credit card. Mm-hmm. So if you read the policy, Everything about this is wrong. Everything about it is wrong. You know, so, you know, citizens have to be aware of what is written and know what is written to understand if the council members are doing right or if the council member is not abusing their their, uh, tax dollars. See, because... If I go along and don't say nothing, citizens that think that it's written that they can have meals. Mm-hmm. There's nothing written nowhere that says council members are entitled to purchase meals for council meetings. So if there's nothing written anywhere, why would it? Why would you do it? You know, I've got a, I got a, a feeling that maybe uh, Councilman Frank uh, uh, is trying to equate this to the school board. Right. You know, uh, because if they did it, then they are they don't receive a salary. Yeah, I remember they went to Fogo de Chao. <laughs> okay, you see, so they do not receive a salary though. It's different. Right. Right. He can't take what they do with the school board and come and say, well, if we decide we can have meals, we want meals. Yeah. It's a different thing here. This is the taxpayer's money and how you purchase it and who's getting the meals. You can't buy meals for a person who receiving a salary. Right, yeah. And, uh, you know, like I said, uh, I just want to make sure that citizens are aware of this. Uh, And as far as I'm concerned, you know, uh, whether it was written or not written, I don't think it's something that I would even think about doing uh, if I was in the position of uh, being a council member serving people. You know, I don't think I would want them to pay for meals for me. 
uh, I don't think I can ask them to elect me to represent them. Right, and then right. turn around, and say, okay, okay, I want this, I want that. You know, mm-hmm. no, you tell me before I elect you, you want this, and I'll tell you, you ain't gonna get elected. You know, yeah, exactly. You know, you elect, you know, and when you change things that have been in place for a long time, mm-hmm. and only benefit is for you, you gotta really take a hard look at that. Who benefit from this ordinance if it's approved? Right. The only people benefit from it is the people going to eat meal. Now, let's talk about the people going to eat meal, the council members. So you're going to benefit from it. Is that what you're supposed to be doing as an elected official? The next thing is, if now you including staff who attend the meetings, so now you're talking about more meals for more people who also get paid. Right. And, and it kind of looks like, hey, since we have an, it's like, it looks like bribery to me, right? This, 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 it's like a bigger problem to me. When you want staff to cooperate, I'm going to go pay for staff too. If I want staff there to cooperate, go. I'm going to give them a higher salary and start changing up, <laughs> changing well, up job well, titles. But, but I'm going to go in there on a different podcast though. Well, not only that, but when you talk about proposing an ordinance and you're talking about council members, this is the this is the issue, whether a council member can purchase these meals. But then you add the staff in here now, but the question citizens should ask, why wasn't the staff included before? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Why wasn't the staff included before? So everything about your ordinance points to you want justification to have citizen pay for a meal for you. Right. And then you want to say the staff to have the staff go along with it so hey, everybody can be like, hey, it's a good thing. You know, yeah, hey, kind of like be spokesperson for it. Well, <laughs> what it is, every citizen, I mean, every staff member that thought it was wrong that's there down there, you know, not eating, you know, they think it's wrong. And they ain't saying, but they think it's wrong. But now yeah. it may be okay. Oh, okay. yeah, <laughs> I get to eat too. I get to eat you too. Know? So yeah, I'm fine with it. Hey, I ain't got no problems with it. Yeah. And so we have to just hold ourselves accountable as council members. And as I stated earlier, I am a black and white guy. I feel if we do what is written, our city will be fine. And our money will be managed, but we don't do things that are not written, are not supported, where we are using taxpayers' money to do that. And when we use taxpayers' money for us, then we have to make sure that we can justify that. We can justify it because when you elect to run for council, the only thing that you are told or you may know of is you will get a salary and a car house. That's right. it. Yeah, and, and it kind of makes me go back to think, right? Because I remember when, when I think it was Barty and probably some others used to complain about the, the, the meetings, the long times of the meetings. Like, look, you're only here for two times out the month. Well, usually two times, but 
besides special needs and other things, right? Hey, if you didn't well, want to do it, don't come, don't, don't violate. Don't volunteer. Job. Don't volunteer. There you go. I they, mean, you hey. know what has to be done. If you really had the city's best interest and you in run mind. it you, in mind, you wouldn't even complain about the issue because you handle the city business. See, those are the things that I have a problem with. You know, you sign up for this, but now you want to make it better for you. And you're getting health care. <laughs> and you can't tell me that you're not making it better for you because I don't see no benefit that the citizens going to have about this. Right. And you knew that you got 10 meetings, some meetings are long, some are short. But what are you talking about? You're talking about meetings run six or seven, but in, in the ordinance, right, the ordinance doesn't say by a meal if the meeting is this length. Yeah, right. Okay. It, it's not so if the if the meeting is going to be two hours, you buy a meal. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. See, this, I just want to make sure that citizens understand what this proposed ordinance is about. And if they're fine with it, then they should let council know they're fine with it. And then once it's approved, if it's approved, then it'll be fine with Councilman Doucet. Right. But right now, from what Councilman du Councilman Doucet understands, you buying it with a credit card. The credit card policy says you can't buy food for personal consumption. So it's wrong. It's wrong. And I was elected to ensure that we don't do wrong. Now, this is a no-brainer, but if this would have passed and no one was told when this came out, the first thing everybody who made comments, they'll be making them saying all of the council. Right, right. All of the council. So, you know, you get blamed for the council. And I read remarks, but I understand when I ran and I became part of the council. Sometimes you, I got to take the good with the bad. Hey, so if it's if it's a decision council made that was bad, but I didn't vote for it, I was against. I'm not gonna say, oh, well, hey, it's them. It's, no, no, no. If you looked at the meeting, if you followed the meeting, then you know I voted no. Well, I'm was... not going back to talk about the rest of the council members because they voted opposite of what I did. I'm no, I'm not going to do that. But the fact of the matter is, I hold myself accountable to vote right for citizens. Well, I was about to say, I'm glad you're speaking out it about things like right now. So because, you know, even though citizens should be involved in everything that's going on council, you know, citizens don't really know everything, all the bad stuff that's going on council, and, and unless you really in tune with, you know, local politics, which we should be, but the well, truth is some that are not. Well, the thing that, the thing that we're supposed to do as council members we're supposed to address things in a in a way that citizens can understand, you know, uh, because citizens don't know ordinance codes and all this. Right. So yeah, we, yeah. as a representative, we're supposed to be able to 
elaborate and discuss it. You know, when we are discussing things on council, we're supposed to explain it so that the citizens can understand, you know, and when citizens understand, then I don't have a problem with it. But when you explaining something to citizens that you've given it a version that you want them to accept what you're saying as opposed to having them to decide for you, I have a problem with that. And that's what's in this case. That ordinance is not a representative of how the entire council feels. That's one. Two, you're not saying true. You're paying more for meals than you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Lying. Yeah. The other, the, the other thing is you saying it's not, I mean, it's not illegal. Yes, it is illegal because you're using a credit card. So I have a problem when you're telling citizens these things. And so my my job as a person elected is if I know you're not saying it, make sure a citizen understand all of it. So citizens can make up their own mind. There's citizens who may feel it's okay. Right. right. But at least they need to understand that a lot of this what you're being told is not the way it really is. And that's why you know, I, I'm I'm glad that you're doing it because most citizens on the surface or would think that happens all the time. Hey, you know, politicians eat eat that, meals right. on the taxpayers. So I'm glad right. you and any others that's coming out here and say, hey, that's a lie. He's lying about the prices and he's lying about it being legal. Citizens have to know these things, right, in order for us to take action. And again, I do commend you for letting no. us know on some of the, the lies, you know. Let me let me let me correct you. You saying lie? I say yeah, I, I'm saying lie because if he's okay, saying it's illegal like and something is illegal, yeah. that's either true that's or false. Right. That's that's me. I but I understand. Well, yeah, you 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 don't well, have to well, say it. I'm right. saying it. Well, yeah, you know, I'm saying it. You know, I I I want to make sure that uh, you know uh, that I let them know that that information is not correct. Right now. <laughs> Now, 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 probably, now, probably, if you come and talk to me, I say that's a lie. You right, know? right. No, I'm gonna say it on the record. That's a lie. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not going to say publicly that a that a council member, somebody lied. You know, but like you say, uh, six in one hand, half dozen in the other. Right, know? right. I just, I just like to be tactful when I say things. You know, and that's and why all, we're here at the PA political revolution podcast to give the unadulterated truth how unpleasant it may be go ahead sir. <laughs> yeah well, well well you know that's see that's that's why you know citizens need to know and and like i always say you know a good informed citizen can understand and make the rational decisions you know and i think that's what happens when uh uh, people running for office and you know them and they popular they go oh yeah i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that but then when they are elected and get in there it's like okay i'm in now you know and what citizens need to realize and citizens need to really realize it they need to become involved they need to understand who who on council are speaking and representing them and overseeing the management of their tax dollars and ensuring that our priorities is what they need and who is not. And 
you know, at some point in time, citizens need to understand how much power they have. You know, you do not have to wait for a person to serve a term till you remove out the office. Like, mm-hmm. like they say, you you put him in or her in, you could take him or her out. Yeah. You see, so citizens need to understand. Quit complaining, and you need to get involved, and you need to hold the people you elect accountable to you. They right. have to be accountable to you, and I don't mean uh, giving what you want personally. I'm talking about provide services and stuff as written and uh, and how we supposed to do it, uh, making sure that we manage your money. You know, how can we manage your money if we want to abuse your money? Mm-hmm. You know, a person who wants to abuse your money, do you want them overseeing a $200 million budget? That's a great point. That's a great point. Well, that's the way I look at it because if you want to have taxpayers pay for a meal and you're being provided a salary, then the next question I say is, do you really care about saving this money so we can do things that we, that we really need to do? Or you just don't care? You see? So, you know, I I just made a point, and that's something I don't do. I don't like to tell council uh, uh, citizens to come to a council meeting and let you. I don't believe in doing that. But I feel this topic here yeah. is one that citizens need to say how they feel about it because a councilman has said, I don't think citizens mind. Right. Well, right. that council person needs to have citizens to say whether they mind or not because I know the majority of citizens will say no. Yeah. So for you to say you don't think well, we're not here to think. We're here to do what is right, right yeah. by right. citizens. So if I wanted to do this, I would ask them. I would, I would provide for an input. I would put it on the agenda so that citizens could understand what it's about. You know, but the citizens, they read it. They really don't understand what you're saying because you done mixed in all of this uh, 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 receptions and things things that are already identified as being okay. So if you put that in there and I read it, I say, oh, well, I know they could do that. Oh, that's all right. Because you done muddied the waters. And that's, that's a problem I have. I have a problem with that. So I don't want this thing to get whereby council members who favor to get together and decide, oh, well, we gonna we gonna we gonna pass it. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, those that's how things have been done in the past, and I and and I knew that and everything. But the thing about it is, I've always said, you know, if it's written in black and white, the votes don't matter. You can't you can't win that one. So we just need. Uh, people on council to make sure that we do what is written and we manage taxpayers' money and not abuse it because that's what they elect us to do. And 
I'm going to make sure that it's transparent. I, that's something I ran on, transparency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's going to be transparency. And I think I've, I've done a pretty good job of people following council meetings of bringing up topics and, and explaining things and making sure citizens understand and, and let us know when this is right. This is not right. That's transparency. Right, yeah. right. But knowing it ain't right and sitting up there and don't say nothing. Yeah. It's going to continue to be wrong. And that's why we are where we are today. Yes, sir. We are not held accountable for some of the decisions that we are making. Mm-hmm. And citizens fail to realize you all got that power. But if you want to just complain about it on social media, that can't fix nothing. Right, right, right. That ain't that ain't in the minutes. That ain't on record. Go put it on record. Go look them in the eyes when you talk to them. That will get their attention. It gets mine. I listen to what people have to say. Whether I agree or don't, I have to listen. And and then I want to go ahead and piggyback off that, right? Uh, just to give an example of how much power the citizens have, right? Back when they had the, um, what is it, the slaughterhouse, the halal slaughterhouse that they was trying to bring over here in the Port Acres. Port Acres showed up, filled out the actual count, the whole council, Room where they had to put that addition back in. It would knock out the back wall, open up the back wall, and put some more seats back there. And they filled up that. They let citizens, citizens showed their, you know, voice. They actually fought it. And they end up knocking, getting it defeated where the slaughterhouse won't come over here. And, and man, look, they had, they had every pastor in the city of Port Arthur coming up to speak for a, a halal what? slaughterhouse, what? but. You know, but, the citizen was, see, hey, they, they they went against it and won. Yeah, but wait a minute. But you see, you have to really understand government to really understand why it was won. In order for them to, I mean, where they wanted to build a slaughterhouse, it was in a property that had been zoned agriculture, okay? So in order to build a slaughterhouse there, they had to rezone it, okay? So when they had to rezone it, now it requires the public hearing and citizens got to say now. See, because you want to put something there that is that property is not zoned for. So when all of these citizens showed up, it wasn't hard for the council to say no because they were saying, we're not going to rezone it for you to build that there. Because the citizens don't want it. You see? Because if property is zoned for that, then in reality, you know, you get to a point where you say, okay, then if it's zoned properly, then you can. But, you know, when you want to take agricultural land and uh, turn it into a commercial, then what you have to do, you have to request rezoning. That's another issue. You know, so that was the easy one. 
for citizens to stop. And because sometimes, you know, although citizens may not agree, you got code and ordinance that the city that 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 the council has to provide because there's a double-edged sword. You know, we can't deny business people or somebody who own a property to not build what they want on their own property that they own if it's within the zoning ordinance. You see what I'm saying? But yeah, in that yeah. case, they wanted to build something that wasn't in there. It was agriculture. Now, you want to build a, 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 a slaughterhouse there, that's commercial. But you want to rezone it and build something commercial, but you buy these residents and in this neighborhood. So guess what? They say, we don't want that. Right, right. I, I it, would, yeah, I, I, would, I would also say that it was a larger part because of the citizens, right? Regardless of law and not. Oh, oh. Because they well, made it a hostile well, environment paper. for those, um, what you call it, the EDC board members. Remember, they had the cell phone numbers. Well, yeah, blowing yeah, well, them up the left and about, right. The thing about it is, like I said, you know, uh, citizens must voice their opinion. Yeah. And see, that's one thing. You know, sometimes citizens may say, we don't want this, but then they have to understand, you know, it's not what you want, you know, because I I retired in 2000 and I came back to Port Arthur. I built a new home on Lake Arthur Drive in the 3400. Uh, right now, they got these legacy apartments, senior living and stuff right across. Yeah, right. Um, nice apartment complex and stuff. And they got a lot of stuff. They done build apartments and stuff. Well, you know, it was all vacant land when I built my home. Then when I found out they're going to, they sold a property, they're going to be building. You know, I didn't go, but some of the neighbors went before council and the board, and they expressed that dissatisfaction that you bring the apartments and stuff. And well, they were told this is commercial property. Yeah. So I just packed up, and I'm that's why I'm out here in Lakeside now. So sometimes, you know, we can actually understand what citizens are saying, but there's something written that says this is how it is. Right. You know? <laughs> but <laughs> citizens have to be able to do like you said. They have to be able to go and question it. And if you can't tell me something that's legally saying you can do this, we don't want it. And that's what happened in that case. It was easy decision, you know. But mm -hmm. citizens need to understand that there are certain things that if you don't, if you if you're not going to look the councilmen in the eyes and tell them how you feel about it, and make sure that they hear your voice, then they have to believe, you know, what we do is right. You know, I give you a perfect example. You know, the water rates. Yeah. If a citizen would have showed up at the meeting, it would have never passed. Mm -hmm. If they would have went to the podium and expressed their desire, because I don't think that was the person in Port Arthur would have went to that podium and said, "Yeah." It's okay, raise them. <laughs> right, right. And then another, but, and then another example. But, but, wait, wait. but so I don't want this to be another case of you don't you don't go and say nothing, but then once it's done, everybody want to complain about it. And just think about how many comments you see on uh, uh, from this posting that I done. Right. That tells me right then if uh, this passed. And they didn't know what it was really about. 
they will be saying the same thing. You know, they'll be complaining. You know, so we got to keep citizens informed. You know, and if what we're doing right, we shouldn't worry about if they pack that chamber. We got to do what's right by citizens. <laughs> yeah, and then you have situations where they don't care about law, right? The other situation we're bringing up was the school district, right? School district, well, get by, by the liquor store, right by TJ. You know, hey, state law I says, think, hey, you can't do this, but hell, he had a superintendent write a allegedly write a recommendation letter for the doggone thing. So it's all kind of crazy. But main thing, well, we need to fight for some of this stuff. Well, you need to keep citizens informed, and citizens need to understand if you do not uh, voice your opinion when these decisions are being made, then, you know, voice them after what ain't going to, ain't going to stop it or had no influence. But when you go up there and speak, here's what happens. When citizens come in before this council and you all are speaking and citizens are coming before they all saying the same thing, right? When council member votes now, right? Council member is saying, okay, they just came in and said that this is what they want. Okay? And this is what I'm up here to do. But when no one is there, then you allow council members to get the votes to pass something that ain't in the best interest of the citizens in the city. And you'll see that a lot of times, you know, a lot of time when you see a four three votes and what it is kind of iffy, then you basically kind of okay, we'll allow that to happen because citizens didn't show up. If citizens would have showed up and citizens all in the court all in the court what they're saying, then you're gonna find council members uh are not gonna all vote against that citizens. They're not gonna do that. But when nobody's there. We vote, and if we vote for and three people vote no, whenever you have a split vote of a council, that's a red flag. It's a red flag. The reason it's a red flag, because if we all there to serve and make decisions in the best interest of the city and the citizens, we, the super majority should be voting together. You might have one or two persons, but the super majority, not the majority, the super majority of council should be on the same sheet of music. <laughs> but when you get the four three split, that should be a red flag. Yeah, unless you have the super majority council don't know what they're doing, the crooks. Yeah. <laughs> well. Well, you see, the thing is, you know, there are some council members, there are some council members who understands uh, the Open Meeting Act about calling and and discussing city business in hopes of getting a vote, okay? Mm -hmm. Council members are not supposed to do that. You know, you may have a question about an item, you may call a council member and you say, hey, we think about this here, you know, uh, uh, and all this. You know, you don't call and say, well, let's vote against it or let's vote for it. 
because when you're doing that, you canvas in for votes. And what you're going to do is you're going to just canvas till you get four votes. And normally that's what happened when you see a four, three vote. Mm -hmm. You get a four, three vote. That vote didn't come from what was said in that meeting and stuff. And citizens just got to be aware and watch these red flags, you know, and, and citizens have to be aware of how their council members are voting. Are they voting in my best interest? You know, are they, are they asking questions that I need asked? You know, and we talk about these long meetings, sure meetings going to be long. You know, you give a proclamation and after the proclamation, everybody wants to thank the person. Right. Well, the proclamation, it says what the person done, why they being re uh, uh, rewarded. So if one person says something, thank the person on behalf, do it on behalf of the council. But you give a, a proclamation and you got five people gonna speak about it and right. they wonder why we got meetings <laughs> okay mm -hmm. <laughs> so you know if if you talk about meetings take take a look at how we conduct meetings and then let's go back to the drawing board you know but you know you saying we have long me meetings and, and we should uh be provided a meal i don't think that's I don't think that's what citizens elected us to do. And if citizens uh, feel is okay, then it's fine with me. But they can't say that they were not told in advance. Right. And that's, you know, I feel good about uh, making sure that they're informed about this. I think this is an impacting issue. I think they should be informed of it. And that's all it's about, you know. And I don't, I don't have anything uh, to say uh bad about a council member who thinks it's okay you know it's just that i don't feel it's right and they feel it's, it's right because they they're doing it but at the end of the day it takes others to agree you see and in my case you know i don't like to get personal i, I don't i don't ever talk about what i think I always go read and find out what it says. So in this particular case, I know it ain't right. So even if it was to get voted and approved, I'm still not going to let it go. Right, you right, know, right. I, I, I read too much information that says it ain't right to let it go. Now, if the Attorney General of the United States, I mean of, of the United States of America, tells me it's okay then I'm going to say it's okay. <laughs> right, right. But well, uh, it's going to have to be somebody who's looking at uh, things in the best interest of taxpayers and their taxpayers' dollars to say that. And I just don't believe that everybody from here to the attorney general is going to say, you know, it's okay because he can't do it. The attorney general can't do it. So I'm quite sure that he's not going to say it's okay for somebody else to do it. Right. You know, so those are the type of things we have. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm going to go ahead on and uh, wrap it up. Go ahead and give me the last statement, brother. Well, you know, like I said, it's, it's one of those things where 
you know, if citizens don't uh, want to express their views uh, before council, then you know that's that's their choice, and I and I respect that. But what I want everybody to know is this is a issue that already has generated a lot of comments. Therefore, the comments should be voiced to the council. And if they aren't voiced to the council and it happens, then we don't have to worry about this going through why they did it, why they did it, you know. So everybody knows. If everybody knows, then, you know, decisions going to be made. But Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But you got to know what, what it says and what it's about. And it's all about citizens, in my opinion. And that money, I'm going to be looking at a lot of the money because we receive a lot of revenue in the city. And I just don't feel the revenue is reflecting uh, how the city looks. So, you know, I'm going to be looking at all that, just not meals, but everything. And uh, we got to start with the money. You know, oh. we get more money, more things. Oh, yes, sir. The money would dictate how well the city is doing. Yeah, I appreciate everything you're doing there on the council, and I, and I commend you for it, and I hope you keep on fighting for us, Mr. Doucette. Hey, I appreciate it. It was good talking to you, sir. All right. Thank you for having me. Like I said, anytime uh, you feel that's something that I could uh, help citizens to understand, dealing you know, with city government, I'm more than happy to uh, come on and answer your questions or give the information out that uh, you feel citizens should know. Once again, thank you for having me on your podcast. Yes, sir. Take it easy, brother. All right. Bye-bye. All right. And citizens, I want to kind of go out by going saying this. This is why I call this the revolutionary podcast, right? Because when you're dealing with these crooks over here in Port Arthur, you have to have a revolutionary mindset and ready to go to war. Whenever you go to war, you're going to war with these big packs, all these crooked, doggone individuals. You have to take the mindset of a revolutionary, right? And usually the the strategy is guerrilla warfare when you fighting when you fighting bigger opponents like this, right? So that's the mindset that we need to have if we really want to take back this city for the people, right? If you really want to take back this city. So, hey, appreciate y'all for listening. Go ahead and share this with everybody. And once again, it's Super Dave signing out on the PA Political Revolution podcast. And everybody take it easy. Until the next time. Peace.